Monopolistic, acquisitive evil, ugly evil, the ugly American, the ugly American at his ugly worst. That's exactly what it is. William Burroughs believed in spirits, in the occult, in demons, curses, and magic. I do believe in the magical universe, where nothing happens unless one wills it to happen. And what we see is not one god, but many gods in power and in conflict. He felt himself possessed, and had spent much of his life trying to isolate and exorcise this demon. Asked how he would describe his religious position, Burroughs replied, "'In is my alien, agnostic, or a Manichaean. The Manichaean believe in an actual struggle between good and evil, which is not an eternal struggle since one of them will win in this particular area, sooner or later.' Throughout his life, Burroughs felt engaged in this struggle against the ugly spirit. This time, he was determined to win. Burroughs had first identified the ugly spirit very early on, back in St. Louis. When I was a young child, a feeling of attack and danger. I remember when I was five years old, I was sitting with my brother in the house that we had on Pershing, and I got such a feeling of hopelessness that I began crying— and my brother said, "'What's the matter with you?' And I couldn't tell him. It was just a feeling of being completely at a hopeless disadvantage. It was a ghost of some sort, a spirit, a spirit that was inimical, completely inimical. After that there were many times the condition persisted, and that's what made me think I needed analysis to find out what was wrong.' It's just I have a little bit, a a much more clear insight than most people have, that's all. No problem like that is peculiar to one person. He knew already that he had been invaded by the ugly spirit. It took him a lifetime to expel it. Burroughs believed the ugly spirit was responsible for the key act that had determined his life since September 6, 1951. That day he had been walking in the street in Mexico City when he found that his face was wet. Tears were streaming from his eyes for no logical reason. He felt a deep-seated depression, and when he got home, he began throwing down drinks very quickly. It was then, later that day, that Bill killed his wife, Joan Volmer, fatally wounding her while attempting to shoot a glass from her head in a game of William Tell at a drinks party. Burroughs never really understood what happened that day, except to recognize that what he did— was madness. Near the end of his life, he said, My accidental shooting of my wife in 1951 has been a heavy, painful burden to me for 41 years. It was a horrible thing, and it still hurts to realize that some people think it was somehow deliberate. I've been honest about the circumstances. We were both very drunk and reckless. She dared me to shoot a glass off her head, and for God knows what reason I took the dare— All my life I have regretted that day. It was not until 1959 that the malevolent entity was given a name. Burroughs and his friend Brian Geisen were conducting psychic experiments at the Beat Hotel in Paris when Geisen, in a semi-trance state, wrote on a piece of paper, Ugly Spirit Killed Joan Because... In the much-quoted introduction to Queer... Burroughs explained how writing became his main weapon against possession by the evil spirit. I am forced to the appalling conclusion 
that I would never have become a writer but for Joan's death, and to a realization of the extent to which this event has motivated and formulated my writing. I live with the constant threat of possession, a constant need to escape from possession, from control. So the death of Joan brought me into contact with the invader, the ugly spirit, and maneuvered me into a lifelong struggle in which I have had no choice except to write my way out. The shaman was making his way around the lodge. He thanked each one of them, starting with Burroughs, for inviting him to share the traditional medicine of his grandfathers and giving him the opportunity to use his healing medicine to drive the bad spirit from Bill's body and out of his life. He turned to each of the four directions and prayed to the grandfathers, the water, the earth, the rocks, and the red-hot coals in the fire pit, thanking them all.